This week on Inside Motorsport, we continue our discussion on the changes ahead for karting in Australia. Kelvin O'Reilly, the CEO of Karting Australia, joins us again, continuing our chat with him on the changes for Australia's largest participation motorsport. One of the uh, negative feedback that I've received is the concern about the date, implemented start of 2015. I guess the, the question is there, why bring it in so quickly? Uh, because it's been delayed for so long is the simple answer. The discussions about future engines had been ongoing with AKA Inc. for a long time. Most people, if they are talking honestly and frankly about things, would say that uh, some of these engines should have been replaced uh, a long time ago. I can tell you from my experience, no matter whether you give six months notice or six years notice, it'll always be a surprise to some people at the end of the day and timing will never be right and will never suit everyone. We've got a phase-in period. We will have those engines available for competition and let's get them in now and let's take a, uh, a longer-term view on phase-out of other engines, and indeed we've not even taken a view on the ultimate phase-out of those engines. That'll be determined at some stage in the future uh, as and when the continued running of uh, the Coma or the Yamaha JNS engines is not supported uh, well enough at the club competition level. So it's one of those where, you just, you know, as I said, you have to make a decision. But the decision had been dragging on for... Uh, several years so uh, it was time to make the decision. Code of conducts uh, for drivers have been it looks to me like you're just trying to uh, catching a wider net on how you can control the behaviour of others. Uh, well you've covered a couple of things there Craig. First one is code of driving conduct. Our current rules are relatively deficient in that it talks about cart-to-cart contact and not a tremendous amount else in terms of what constitutes uh, legal or correct manoeuvres on a racetrack. So we've said that we need to adopt an appropriate code of driving conduct. There's one of those in the CIK FIA rules and that'll be the basis as to what constitutes acceptable behaviour on the racetrack. Then in terms of licensing and also the uh, mechanics uh, license at national championship and national series level, so that's at the Australian Kart Championship and Road Tax Pro Tour, will be requiring pit crew to take out a license. That'll solve them the hassle of having to sign on at race meetings. It's only uh, those who intend to uh, go into uh, certain hot areas of the racetrack and it, it provides them with proper cover and should anything go wrong in terms of uh, perhaps behavioural issues rather than perhaps the driver carrying the burden of the sins of his pit crew or uh, family, that'll fall perhaps where it should fall rather than on a 12-year-old or a 15-year-old or uh, someone else. So it's designed to uh, make sure that we have compliance with the rules and that uh, we also have no ambiguity when it comes to uh, protection and cover for uh, people who participate in the sport. How does the new plan now make it a better product to sell and to market? Yeah, look, motorsport is a, a challenge, um, Karting's the cheapest form of motorsport uh, that uh, you will find. Unfortunately, uh, when you compare it to, uh, say, the football codes where you need a pair of shorts, socks and some boots, it's much more complex and much more expensive. And you know, of necessity, uh, it uh, occupies 
something of a niche in the, the sporting landscape. The things that the review really does, though, is set in place a higher level of uh, competitive fairness where if the engines have a high level of parity, if the engines have a longer time between rebuilds, than uh, the current ones and if it comes down then to being a real test of the driver as opposed to someone who's got the best engine in what is meant to be a parity formula after all uh, it should provide a higher level of uh, integrity for the sport Um, people should be able to then view the fact that well I can buy this engine I can put it on my cart I can use it for an extended period of time without having to do terribly much work to it. You get uh, a better economy uh, within the sport and it should provide the right uh, foundations for people to and enjoy a better value for money uh, karting experience than uh, perhaps may have been the case in the past. What sort of burden is all these changes going to put onto a club and to club committees right around the country? Almost none, I would have thought. Club level is basically unchanged. Um, What we will be doing is uh, also looking to uh, simplify running of club meetings, um, being mindful of the fact that uh, most of our clubs are small clubs in terms of uh, license holders uh, and the numbers that uh, there are. Um, they're even smaller when it comes down to the number of people who are prepared to put their hand up to be volunteers and to uh, uh, officiate at race meetings. So we actually have to try and simplify that. We also uh, intend to you know, try and work through some programs with them uh, and to implement them that will improve the whole club environment uh, and with a view to attracting more people um, and to trying to ensure that we get uh, growth within the within the sport but in terms of will it mean more work no it won't um, you know because uh, they're, they're changes that are designed for club level competition uh, to simplify, not to uh, make it more complex. I know that uh, each of the state bodies are getting together and calling all the clubs together to have uh, um, information sessions across the next few months uh, to sort of try and give them a lot more information. What would you say to the, the people who are going to those meetings to come to those meetings with? Uh, well, first thing I'd say is read the report. Um, it is a big report. 100 plus pages uh, in length that covers a lot of ground about karting. Uh, it's a, a report that's in the sort of depth that has never been done before um, by this sport. So first up, read the report, try to get an understanding of it um, and ask the questions that you feel are most relevant to yourself um, so that uh, clubs can then feed that information back through their uh, state karting councils uh, to uh, uh, to Karting Australia. Um, we'll then look at whatever it is that they uh, put forward, um, assess the relative merits or otherwise, see what needs tweaking and what needs changing. Um, as I said at the outset, there's some things that are uh, absolutely locked. Those are things about uh, engines. Uh, in terms of co- the competition element, uh, there's a lot of uh, terminology that's in the report uh, related 
to uh, the uh, structural elements of uh, the uh, championships uh, that provide scope for options to be considered uh, and implement that uh, suit uh, different states uh, because in many respects they're all different. They're either small states like uh, Victoria on a geographical basis from a mainland perspective or massive with Western Australia where you've got northern, central and southeastern zones and massive distances in between. Queensland's a bit like that itself. New South Wales is in between. South Australia is a pretty ch sizable chunk of land but with uh, um, not a not a huge number of uh, clubs outside of uh, uh, the metro area and of course Tasmania with uh, uh, four clubs and, and a, a, a relatively small population base so we know that one size doesn't fit all as far as that's concerned we've said there are various options to consider um, and if you've got a suggestion put it forward Mm. And you know, we'd uh, we'd say uh, you know, go to uh, uh, any discussions um, fully armed, having read the report rather than uh, having read someone's Facebook comment. Mm. Kelvin, pleasure to catch up with you. And uh, no worries, Craig. It's been a while. Yeah, look forward to uh, seeing how this all runs out in uh, 2015. No worries. Thanks for that. That's all we have time for this week. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.